1: Welcome back to Hey You, it's a You Recap Podcast. I am Joe Lipset, and I'm joined as always by Sheree Bohannon.
0: Hey, Joe, hey.
1: And Sheree, we are talking about Season 4, Episode 8. Where are you going? Where have you been? And ma'am, you called it.
0: <laughs> it's one of those times where it's like, yeah, yeah I'm right. But also, no, mm-hmm. I'm right. Because... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, if nothing else, this episode confirms uh, one of our longstanding questions for this season. This has got to be the end, right? Like, we are firmly into the last three episodes of the series because you cannot sustain this any longer.
0: No, literally. Like, now that the Joe is out of the bag, like, <laughs> he, he's, he's got to end this or it's got to go down. Um, Either or he can't right. come back from this being like, I've got multiple people inside me. That's not, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just not going to work.
1: Yeah, as you said yesterday when we were covering episode 7, he has done this a couple of times before, right? Like, you has done apparitions of dead characters. We've split Joe when he's either hallucinating or when he's drunk. So in a certain way, we should have expected this. I should have expected this. But you're right. To get it in some ways is kind of gratifying. But it's also very much like, well, there's nowhere left to go now.
0: Yeah. And it also, unfortunately, gives him another out, because he's not doing it. He's unwell. And mm-hmm. I'd much rather, again, just be like, he's an awful person who murders people. That's more exciting than, let's give him any and every out. We've given him so many outs to be like, it's not your fault, Joe. You don't have to feel bad about your murders, Joe. And we gave him mm-hmm. another one by being like, remember that woman you framed? You have the same <laughs> thing she does. So you're fine, buddy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the series is just so afraid of making Joe a villain or having him acknowledge, you know what, I kind of like this, because you're right, we can make assumptions about where the show will go in its two remaining episodes, Nadia, you're still in fucking danger, girl, Listen, but it's going to be Reese, like imaginary ghost Reese, egging him on to cover his tracks to protect himself, so it's not even going to be like Joe, lucid Joe committing murder.
0: And I hate that. I hate that so fucking much. <laughs> because again, <laughs> we need to just let him murder people. Like now right? he's like there for some of it. And he's not there for some of it. But like he needs to own that. He's he's killed some of these people knowing who he was and what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I hate the scene we get every season where he yells at someone. This time there's someone in his brain. He's not a murderer. He would never do that. Mm-hmm. He's not a monster. I'm like, this is old ground, girl. This is old ground. <laughs>
1: we have four seasons that prove otherwise
0: (laughs) the bodies are there joe the bodies bodies are bottling
1: up girl (laughs) okay so sheree i'm curious you you mentioned something to me off air about how you felt about this episode but let's get it on mic the majority of this episode consists of contextual flashbacks like admittedly ones we haven't seen but it's filling in the gaps And half of the episode is from Marianne's point of view to tell us how she got in the box. What do we think of this?
0: This feels like that episode they put out there for people who can't follow breadcrumbs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's like some of you are probably like, "Mm," and it's like the rest of us are like, no, we got it. We need to be moving forward this is one of those times where it reminds you painfully a little bit that this is definitely sourced from a novel originally, because Mm. in a novel you can take those steps backwards and like sideways and then come back to the main thing. But when you have 10 episodes, you got to keep your, you got to keep your foot on the gas pedal.
1: I mean, one would think like I I fully appreciate that. Yeah. This episode is once again kind of catching up people who might have been just casually watching and didn't really understand how Marion might have gotten here. But it also feels like television for dumb people. Like, the show doesn't think we're smart enough to have figured it out.
0: And it makes me so sad, because we were having a smart season. Even with the episodes I didn't like, we were having a very smart season. And then they were Mm -hmm. like, but also, some of you might get left behind. And I was like, no, you got three episodes (laughs) left! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> leave them behind leave them
1: <laughs> i mean i will say i'm glad that the whole episode isn't just Marian telling this kind of fictitious fantasy story to her daughter as a way of coping with her own imprisonment and the fact that she's <laughs> undergoing extreme <laughs> trauma at the hands of her ex-boyfriend who was dissociating but i don't know i was bored
0: same And I hate that because Toppy's a great actor, but like when you're Mm -hmm. given what you're given, that's what you're given. And so like even the montage of like passing time in the box took too long.
1: Yeah, like I love Halsey and, uh, you know, that song Bells in Santa Fe is a bit of a banger. But just because you paid for the rights doesn't mean you had to play the whole song.
0: Right. Right? I think it would have been much more interesting to have her and Nadia have more time trying to figure out how to get out. Because Marianne is Mm -hmm. like, don't call the police. I'm like, girl, you got the box.
1: If you could have seen my face and the sounds that I was making when she said that, because it is such utter fucking nonsense. Like, that is someone in the writer's room lazily trying to come up with a way to extend all of this. And it doesn't work. I don't buy this shit for a second.
0: Exactly. Because the whole time she's like, how do I get out? How do I get out? And now she has a person. She's like, no, we have to end this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, you you keep claiming you love your daughter. You want to get back to your daughter. You keep claiming you need food and water because it's been however long. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And you have a person who's like, I'm gonna get you some help. And you're like, no, we need to drag it out. And I need to keep myself in danger a little bit longer. And I'm like, for whomst? And it yeah. would have it what if the one thing had, like, we were going to, like, lean into a little bit of, she's a black woman, not going to, like, fuck with the authorities. Right. But, like, we didn't. And so I was like, if that's not what we're doing here, and it would have been weird to do it here, but if that's not mm-hmm. what we're doing, I don't understand. Because, again, you've been held captive in a box for who knows how many weeks, months.
1: Seemingly months, Yeah. I definitely inferred her line where she said he always gets away with it or they always get away with it. Like I read a racial connotation into that. But if that is in fact the intention, they should have spelled it the fuck out.
0: Yes, yes. And her and Nadia could have definitely had a moment to figure out how to best get her out of there. Two women
1: of color? Yeah. Listen, (laughs)
0: listen, the fact that Marianne is on that box, upsets me because the two of them would have been like hey fine he's got that he's got that he would get away with it how about we do this like Mm -hmm. nadia came back down here by herself like she's never read a detective novel before but she taught joe the genre and Mm -hmm. i'm like girl don't serve yourself on a platter to him he's coming back to kill you literally as you are squatting with your plan
1: Yeah. It would have been so much easier. Admittedly, it doesn't buy them the same amount of time, but I would have preferred it if Nadia gets in there a little bit later. And then she says, I can't get reception done here. I need to run back out to the street. And then she sees Joe coming. So she's like, "Okay, I've got to hide for a moment. And then, you know, bam, we do whatever we're going to do in the next episode or something. But yeah, yeah, this rationale that, oh, we can't call the police because he gets away with it. It's just like, no, come on. Right? no one's buying this
0: nobody nobody my other thing is like we could have nadia could have brought her a phone so she could figure out what the fuck she's gonna do and call somebody like she could have <laughs> told her boyfriend the like newspaper son, magnet person edward yeah yeah we could have we could have told somebody instead we're like let's keep it a secret so when he kills me mm-hmm. she's still trapped down there by herself like every other season and i'm just yeah. like we do this every year mix it up make it spicy <laughs> like <laughs>
1: yeah this definitely felt like the show ticking a couple of boxes you know okay let's give them a woman in the glass cage okay let's give them a murder totem box Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. (laughs) let's talk about
0: let's talk about reese's box Um. okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) not a euphemism but i would watch
0: right right like again i think it's interesting that this season is the season where they're like joe could be obsessed with a man but mm-hmm. he also wants to be the man. Mm-hmm. And he also desiccated a book. And so, like, we really are playing with different personalities in there. Because right. the Joe Goldberg we know respects books. Not women, he would but would never books. do that. <laughs> Listen, ever. And so, like, the fact that he's had this whole secret life in his apartment he didn't know about. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, wait. I'm sorry. You want me to believe this?
1: It just feels like a bad twist. Like I, I once taught a college course on twist narratives or puzzle films. And this feels like the kind of thing that someone who is not good at them would do. And I read an interview by Sarah Gamble, the the showrunner of the show, where she talked about how difficult the murder mystery plot in the first half of the season was to put together. She said it was the most challenging narrative that the show had ever done because it's really difficult to sustain. So I'm not going to pretend that this is easy, but this is also firmly within the show's wheelhouse like this kind of stuff in the back half of the season the show does it all the time and this is maybe one of the stupidest things that they have ever tried to slide past us
0: Yes, yes. Because again, like this, aside from the first season, the back half of each season has steadily gotten weirder. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not always for the best. And so like, no. I knew it was gonna be a decline, but I just didn't know we would be like, and now you have this box. How did he not smell that gym towel? How did he, how did he not notice this shit on his shelf? He's in front of that shelf every day. Like, mm-hmm. Denial is a powerful drug, but damn
1: <laughs> yeah i mean we're we're meant to believe that he was having like whole days or like half days where he was just completely not present, like he was not Joe Goldberg, he was Reese, whatever the fuck, right, and it is wild, like when you look at how much time he would have been spending. With Marianne, you know, feeding her, poisoning her, putting her to sleep, moving the body around, it is wild and the show you know i think it it made a very conscious choice to say he did a lot of the stuff with marianne before he started working at the university when Mm -hmm. his absence would have been immediately noticed so like everything we've seen this season was after most of the stuff that he did to marianne Mm -hmm. but there were still all the times he would have had to have been going to get the indian food in the middle of the day and like like he was feeding her multiple times a day it's just I think they thought, you know what, this is such an exciting twist, we're really going to pull the wool over people's eyes with this, like, it's going to be buzzy, people are going to have reactions. I just, I don't know that they thought it through.
0: Had this been a fifty soap opera, it would have been so amazing. But <laughs> we are no longer in the 50s soap operas. And so it, it it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Because, again, like, even when he's with Marianne and he's, like, going in and out of Reese's voice on the computer, which is its mm-hmm. own song and dance, Um, he's present for some of that. So he would remember some of that. Right. And the fact that he can just tell himself he doesn't and he was a different person. And I... Come on, mm-hmm. Joe. Come on.
1: Yeah. Like... This this is the show trying to be clever as opposed to telling an honest story about this character. And like, this is lazy mental illness. Like mm-hmm. we we have Reese delivering the undoubtedly iconic line: you are full fat, extra sugar, deep fried, fucking insane Joe Goldberg. Yes. Which iconic, super Fun. memorable line. Best moment. <laughs> but for for this ghost Reese or, or where, whatever we want to call him to say you just need to accept it and then you'll you'll come flooding back to it I'm just like I don't think that's how whatever Joe has works like whether you want to say this is trauma or this has been going on since he killed his wife and left his child like I don't think that's how this works like this is made up mental illness for the purposes of hollywood entertainment
0: yes yes and my other thing is like i get it he's obsessed with reese and we wanted to like make don's story like parallel but Mm -hmm. also the joe goldberg we know usually like hallucinates women he's murdered right and we've seen none of them this season
1: Yeah, yeah, it's usually women he's murdered or himself. And I guess you could argue that Reese is a manifestation of himself just through a different form because he but like, why did he even become fixated on him then? Is it just because the book was everywhere? As Marianne says, everyone in Europe knows who this guy is?
0: Like, that's my other thing. It's because, okay, he said that he finds Reese inspirational because he came from shit, he did a bunch of things that were illegal, and he turned his life around. Mm -hmm. But that's a lot of people's stories. That's Lifetime. That's... (laughs) (laughs) and so i don't know what specifically about reese it it is for joe and i think that it goes back to joe not understanding what he's attracted to and who he's attracted to because he's just collecting women like books and throwing them in cages and if it works out it works out if it doesn't he'll kill them and Mm -hmm. so like i think that i think again that this is them not wanting him to own that he's first off a killer and secondly he's not into these women the way he thinks he's into them he's into them as a collector
1: yeah yeah I mean, he he at his heart has always been a collector. He prefers to restore things and then put them back on the shelf and appreciate them as opposed to actually engage with them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is fine. That that's interesting. I just want to know with two episodes left in presumably now the series, are we going to get any of that work? Like, is he going to come to any of these realizations?
0: I need him to I need him to in this next episode because again like we could have had it all like this character could have been so much and done so much and we keep pulling back we keep being like no 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 three steps back for every step forward Mm -hmm. and I I don't know what the hesitation is like somebody's meddling I don't know if it's an exec I don't know if it's like a Netflix credo I don't know but like (laughs) someone is in the way of this character being balls to the wall the person we've we're hoping we will see by now in four seasons
1: yeah and the problem is is that i don't have confidence in this team anymore like literally in the space of two episodes i've gone from enjoying the show and looking forward to the next episode to now being like oh fuck this is going off the rails but not in a wild fun time this is a hot garbage mess that i'm actually getting really mad at And Sheree, let me now shift into one of the other things that frustrates me and fills me with no confidence. We're still doing this fucking Lady Phoebe Adam bullshit.
0: I have notes because I'm tired. I'm so tired. (laughs) It's almost like they were like, we need to give Kate something to do when Mm -hmm. Joe isn't with her. Yeah. And I'm like. Do better. Her dad is still in the countries, presumably. Oh god. Um, we're
1: still gonna have, we're still gonna deal with the dad for sure. Like that'll that'll be next episode. But now we're gonna have to deal with this wedding nonsense. And Adam is now a super villain.
0: Thank you. That's one of my notes. Because he went from pretending to care about Phoebe to just being like, I'm after her money. Thanks for watching, everybody. And I'm mm-hmm. like, um, that's less interesting. Okay.
1: Like what? actively <laughs> gaslighting her by hiding Kate's messages from her, moving up the wedding to oh the engagement party is now the wedding and also don't mention a prenup like this is flat out sociopathic behavior
0: yes and also it's undoing all of the stuff that we've done for Phoebe because Phoebe Mm -hmm. was a person we were starting to flex with and now she's like this fragile egg who can't think for her own and this man is going to just tell her what to do and she'll do it because she's so frazzled Mm -hmm. that's not how this works I get that she's been through something traumatic Sure, And that is something we should address. And she also probably has some addiction problems, like we talked about, mm-hmm. which also needs to be addressed. But those two things wouldn't necessarily undo everything we've seen from her this season. Right. Um, So swiftly.
1: It's it's happening way too fast. And again, it's because it feels like, oh, well, we've decided there's two more episodes left in this series.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. You messaged me in advance and you said, we are going to have so much to talk about. And yet I feel like this will be the shortest episode that we record for this limited series because I'm just like, I don't want to just bent about this for another 10 minutes. But I did not see a lot of glimmers of good shit in here.
0: No, it, it really, really felt like the oh shit episode. Mm-hmm. like maybe they did nine episodes but they had to do 10 to write it out so like oh um cram it all in there mm-hmm. and i i hate that because like figuring out what happened to marianne and like joe having these realizations should have been so much juicier right but this episode felt like all the throwaway things they need to put somewhere because it might be important later or <laughs> it might have answered a question from earlier instead of we're advancing
1: or or just let Marianne go like the show has done that before, you know. Yes, we we talked about Jonah Ortega maybe coming back and, uh, you know, it's now come out that apparently there were originally plans to bring her back this season. But her Wednesday schedule was apparently nearly abusive and she like was so exhausted she couldn't coordinate it. But like. The show can let characters live and just move on. Like, you you didn't have to bring Marianne back and do all of this. The show made a choice to say, oh, Joe Goldberg, he's mentally ill, and he's, like, fucking with the only woman he's ever let go.
0: Right? Which, again, I don't even know why we did this song and dance, And it makes me wonder if he got the Jonathan Moore thing the way we saw it, or mm-hmm. if he did something else. Because... Mm supposedly he had to go take her necklace and show it as proof that he killed her. But was that man even real?
1: Mm, we don't know. Yeah, I mean, we're we're told in this episode that he invented whole conversations with Reese. Uh, all of the text messages were apparently faked. So the show has now told us we literally cannot trust anything that we've seen.
0: Yeah, and this killing spree doesn't even make sense because he killed Malcolm first. And mm-hmm. like... Why? I mean, he, maybe he wanted Kate. Okay, but why the next two? Like, <laughs> um, he he literally is just out here walling and he's like, "But it's not me. It's Reese. Reese is making me do these things." No, baby, no. You. Why are you killing these random rich people? What has happened?
1: Well, the, they tried to give us this very flimsy excuse that you know, oh, they were the characters who were most uh, aware of you. But I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense unless Roald is also dead,
0: right? right plus simon didn't even know his name so like
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it, it doesn't work they're trying to retcon shit i think they had the first half of the season broken and then they thought okay well where are we gonna go next how are we gonna do the back half a little bit differently and they came up with this fucking bullshit
0: I just hate it. And they're like, well, when you bumped your head, I'm like, no. Mm. No, no, no. Mm
1: -mm. He's bumped
0: his head so many times. So many times he's been thrown (laughs) out of things and fallen off things. No.
1: He's a bad killer. We've seen him get knocked down so many times.
0: Listen, I I just, I wanted more from this episode. I wanted more. It's one of those times where being right is the worst thing that could happen. Mm -hmm. I would have much rather been wrong with something more interesting happening. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So two episodes left we know we're gonna get a wedding i think kate's dad is gonna still be in the picture otherwise we've wasted a bunch of other times do you have any other insight as to what's gonna happen like is nadia gonna die do you think
0: i think she might i think she might and i hate that because i mm-hmm. like her but she's not making smart choices right now
1: no her decision making in this episode alone should designate her for death
0: yeah yeah because the only other option is for her to end up in the box with Marianne. Mm-hmm. Um, but right. Joe's never put two people in the box that weren't married.
1: Right. I mean, I could see it, though. I I will be curious. I think at least one of the two women will get out, if not both.
0: Yeah. And I also think that like we predicted in the last episode, Joe is going to have to end this or at least it's mm-hmm. going to end it. I think someone's going to probably interfere. Maybe Kate, because Kate will be like, no, you just need rehab like all my other friends. But I right. think that he's going to try to end it because if this is the last season, which it feels like it's the last season, mm-hmm. he is you. And so for this to end, he has to end.
1: Right yeah yeah the ability for joe to disappear and have a happy ending with kate and grab his kid and all that shit that i was speculating about earlier in the season that is officially off the fucking table
0: yeah and i don't want a repeat of season two where he like sets the timer to release um marianne (laughs) thinking he'll be done and he'll be gone and then he's like oh shit (laughs) change my mind and come back if she's murdered what is this (laughs) jigsaw listen (laughs) I, where is he getting these locks and these key codes that's what i need mm-hmm. to know this is not their best buys are not like this anymore i need to know where oh he's getting the tech like.
1: yeah that that was the flashback the contextual flashback i needed to see it was him going to some kind of like a home depot and buying <laughs> all of this plexiglass nonsense and being like it's just a, a greenhouse never mind <laughs>
0: literally literally because he he builds a box everywhere he goes but this Mm -hmm. is the first one across the pond and i'm like joe you're being super extra i thought it would look different because i'm like surely he's not gonna we're not gonna pretend he's building a box somewhere in london they're like yeah we are i'm like oh
1: yeah we are (laughs) (laughs) we're setting up shop in a burnt out husk of an old storefront apparently nobody's gonna notice a man repeatedly going in there multiple times a day
0: Right, and also there's no elevator, so he was bringing these giant pieces of glass down these winding stairs <laughs> <laughs> with no vehicle. I don't know.
1: <laughs> the The UK has issues with immigrant labor, so I'm sure he probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just yeah. I I don't know. I'm gonna watch this episode, but I don't know what I'm expecting and why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Well, two episodes left. If people want to speculate where this is all going to go with us, Sheree, how would they get a hold of you?
0: You can find me at Miss Sheree on Instagram and Twitter. I am stressed and let's talk about this mess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stress, talk about this mess. I love it.
0: <laughs> where can they find you, Joe? <laughs>
1: <laughs> i can be reached at b stole my remote and that's the letter b if you want to get both of us you can use the show's handle at hey you underscore pod and thanks as always to the anatomy of a scream pod squad network for hosting this here show two episodes left folks we will be back tomorrow to break down the pen ultimate possibly series ending episode um so yeah come back and we will talk about 409 but until then keep eating indian takeout i guess
0: scream pod squad